0: Hi, listener. Welcome to the more than me podcast with your host, Becky Harrington, sharing stories of women who decided to move outside of themselves and claim a higher purpose because together we are more in each episode, we'll dig deep into stories of women who shed their fear and shame so that they could claim their higher purpose. Each week you'll leave inspired, free from the shoulds that have been bringing you down and prepared to walk ahead towards your bright purpose. Experience a community that has forged a path before you and discover that you're not alone. Welcome back more than me. We have taken a few weeks off. The summer is a great time for podcasters to take a break because we know that you are either on vacation or you are so busy because your children are home. Like how many weeks is it till back to school? Depending on what area of the country, there's good news moms out there, it's only a few weeks away. If you have August start, like just hold on. You can make it. For those of you (laughs) who are September starts, maybe take some time off, hire a babysitter, go stay in a hotel for the night. But we know that the summer is a hard time for you. It's a hard time for all of us. It's very busy. It just adds so much more complexity. So thank you for taking a break with us, but we are back and I'm super excited because we're going to be settling into a new rhythm on this podcast starting today. And that new rhythm is that we are switching to having more of a co-hosted style with myself and (laughs) Drumroll, Tiffany Smiley, your founder. We just feel like as much as we love having the different voices and the stories, and we'll definitely still be bringing other women and voices into the show. That we really wanted to start to provide you more of a vision casting for more than me on a regular basis. And also we wanted to deep dive into topics that can prepare you every single week to succeed at whatever you're trying to do. And we just felt like this format gives us the ability to really focus in on things that you're asking us about. We hear your voice on social media, through emails, through events that we attend, and we hear the pain points that you have. And so this is gonna give us a chance, Tiffany and I, every week. To really dive into topics like finance and body image and time management and having an abundant mentality over scarcity mentality and these are all topics that we're going to start diving into so Tiffany, why don't you say hello and tell us what you've been up to?
1: Hello. It's good to be back on. I feel like it's been a while since I've been here and I love the change that we're making and going forward and co-hosting it. I feel like Becky and I together can really dive into some deep topics and, you know, like Becky mentioned, bring some real relevant ideas and things that have worked for us to you to make your life better. I'm at an event in Dallas. So I've been traveling all over the place. I absolutely love it. Summer is wonderful. I'm always looking forward to summer, but then I get in the thick of it. It's a bit crazy (laughs) with kids home and all of that, but I am working on embracing it. One thing that has been brought to my attention this summer is that opportunity is about change. And when you can embrace change rather than brace for it, that it really opens up a whole new world for us. So I am leaning into embracing change and embracing the season um, of just sort of, you know, summer's just all over the place sometimes and your people are visiting and you're going on vacation and kids are home and you're trying to find fun things for them to do. And then you're trying to grow your business at the same time, but everything has its due season. And so I'm being reminded of that during this time. I love traveling in the summer because I feel like it's a good opportunity to sort of break away. Like what I'm doing here in Dallas, I'm attending the fearless conference. One of our more than me members in Dallas is putting it on Amanda Smith. She's amazing. Um, and so I'm here supporting her and doing that and it's a good time to break away and focus and get some work done in the summer Then I'll go back to my kiddos and be all in in for the summer I am so excited for where more than me is growing. We're, we're also building up and community groups are popping up everywhere Which is so exciting. I was able to launch the one in Spokane with the luncheon I was able to attend the Tri-City event. We're talking about one in Oregon one in Boise potentially one in South Carolina, so in Missouri, potentially. So we have a lot going on and amazing things are happening. It's super exciting. I just love being able to stand in my purpose and and work every day to um, help others. And there's nothing I'd rather be doing. I'm glad to be here. Well, that is such a great
0: segue into what our topic is going to be about today because it's good to be reminded that things that are growing change Things that don't grow, they don't change. So you think about a rock, it doesn't change. It doesn't grow. So if you are in a place of growth, then you are also in a place of change. And so today we're going to be talking about a topic that I think is pretty relevant all of the time, but especially during the summer, for whatever reason, especially after you kind of get into the slump of it, it's like, Just feeling stuck. Like, what happens when you just feel like I can't seem to move forward? Maybe you have an idea, but you just feel paralyzed to even take the first step. So, we're gonna be talking today about what it feels like to be stuck, and how you can practically come up with some ways to get unstuck, okay? So before we get into today's episode, I just want to remind you that More Than Me is a vibrant group of women who range from side hustlers with a big dream in their heart to women who are crushing it with their multi-billion dollar empires. What all of us have in common is an attitude that starts every conversation with, how can I help you get to where you want to go? With monthly expert Zoom calls, a membership portal for connecting, a resource library, book clubs, and more. Join us at morethanme.com. You're always only one relationship or perspective away from changing your life. We want you to join us in this community and let's get into the episode. We are going to be talking about. When you're in that holding place, and sometimes you're put in a holding place, right? Like God's like, hey, I don't want you to go anywhere. You're staying right here. And that is what it is. And sometimes we have a season of being in a holding place. But most of the time, I would say we put our own dang selves in those holding places. We have an idea of the life that we want to live, but for some reason, we feel completely paralyzed about how to move forward. And also sometimes we just automatically like count ourselves out of that opportunity. We look at it and we don't believe that we have what it takes or that we're special enough to accept that opportunity. So I went onto the World Wide web to psychology today, and I read a really great article from a psychologist who has a PhD in this. So we know that they're smarter than both Tiffany and I, <laughs> and they, they
1: kind of, they're not smarter than us. they just,
0: studied. They just went to school for a different expertise than we did, but it's legit information. (laughs) We're not just pulling it out of anywhere. And we'll have a link to the full article in this episode. So he listed four main reasons why people get stuck. And so Tiffany and I are just going to talk back and forth of these as I was listing them. I was like, "Oh, I already know Tiffany has some things to say about this." So, <laughs> I don't even have to prompt her on it. So the first one is perfectionism. It's just that if I can't do this 100%ly perfect, then I'm not going to do it at all. I'm just it's all or nothing. And so this is the number one reason. So Tiffany, What do you think about the
1: perfectionist reason? I think that's spot on. And I think it's something that we really struggle with as women. I think it holds a lot of women back. And I think there's a lot of women sitting right now today who aren't chasing the vision or the dream on their heart because they don't have it all perfectly put together. I struggled with this too. It was easy for me to, to build a business for my husband and to trudge forward doing that. But when it came to me, I was so paralyzed to step out and start something because of I was fear of judgment, fear of what people would say, fear that I wasn't good enough. But here's what I found in the journey is that it's actually just about starting and going. (laughs) It's not about being perfect at all. It's not about knowing how to do it at all. And I was just talking with some gals last night and we were talking about this exact same thing because she was saying, oh, it's funny. you know, I had this all planned out who my avatar would be, who my perfect client would be. And she said, I started my business and I got into it and I am servicing clients that I had no idea. She's like, it's total surprise. I just, I smiled and I was so filled with joy because I said, that's what it's all about, right? It's just about beginning. It's you do your preparation, obviously, right? You, you walk into the room and you're prepared. I think of like coming into an interview or something you've, you've prepared for that moment, right? You've done everything you can. And then when you make that step, you know, now the real world begins, right now. This is where I'm going to learn. This is where I'm going to grow. It's not going to be perfect. I, I love the Bob, Barbara Cochran. I follow her all the time because she says, "Write your business plan the first day you open for business. Go ahead and throw it away because life is life, and it's good to be prepared." I'm not saying that, but it's also good to have that flexibility and know that you're going to learn along the way. And men are doing this all the time. Oh, like yeah. so, <laughs> we, have to, we have to start doing it. We are smart. Women are smart. We're brilliant naturally. So we need to get over this perfectionism, over this comparison thing that we do all the time and and really step forward and listen listen to our heart and, and truly understand who God called us to be and live in that. I went through a phase where I, I actually hated my ambition. I hated that I was ambitious. I hated that I was driven for myself. And I was convicted because I started to realize, so you're telling God you hate how he created you. Mm-hmm. When I was in that state of hating it, I used perfectionism as a way to hide and not do what he called me to do. You know, I've talked about this
0: before that one of the blessings of the way that I had to start my business was that I had no Plan B, and I literally had no Plan B. I had to leave my job. I got one final paycheck and some extra, you know, extra vacation time that I, you know, hadn't used, which was like. or something, right? Like, and that was it. That was my financed situation for starting my business. And I got to where I was going to stay and I opened up my laptop and in 48 hours, I built my entire website. And Tiffany, that was almost two years ago. And I've made minor changes to it. It makes me cringe when I see it. Cause I, I'm so busy all the time. I'm like, I'm like, it's like being in a plumber's house. Like the toilet's always broken
1: <laughs> and I'm always
0: working on other people's websites. I don't have time to work on mine, but I look at it and I go, you built an over six figure income off of that thing. Right. And I'm a marketer. So just, you know, I, this is my professional job is to make sure that you have the best website ever. And I tell people like, consult with them, like, make sure you do that before you start your business, and. And you know what? Here's the deal. Like you don't have to have it perfect. I am a person who sells people websites with a mediocre website that I have been oh. successful with because sometimes not having that plan B, it was like, well, I got to have something so I can just go make money. Like I have to pay for things cause I'm an adult. So the next thing on the list is apologizing. Oh, I wonder if there was a book written recently about that. Hmm. Um, <laughs> this is when someone puts down your dreams or reminds that you, that you're not capable So you have a dream and you say, I want to start a blog. And maybe a family member says to you, oh, you could never do that because you're a really terrible writer. You say, I'm really thinking of starting my own business. And they say to you, whoever it is, a friend, family member, it's usually a close person who says, so someone who knows you pretty well, it's not like some stranger off the street. Somebody who knows you pretty well says to you, well, how are you going to still be a good mother or a good wife if you're going to put time and energy into, to building that business? And so you respond by saying, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I shouldn't think that way. Uh, you're right. What you said about me is truer than what I know in my heart about myself. So I, I'm really sorry for even having this dream. I loved this. Like, I know that you
1: have had personal experience with this, Tiffany. Yes. Yeah. Or I think too, you you dive into it and then you think, oh, I'm not a good mom. And then you apologize, I'm not a good mom, or I'm not a good wife, or and there has to come a point where you stand your ground and you realize like you're not going to get very far if we're constantly apologizing. I was in a situation recently where it was a, a high profile interview and they were sort of interrogating you as part of the interview, right? And it came to an emotional part and I started to cry, I got emotional and I left. And I had to meet up with this group at dinner. It came to my mind, apologize for crying. Then the other side of me said, don't you ever apologize for crying. Those tears were the blood, sweat, and tears that you poured into your life. Do not ever apologize for making someone else feel uncomfortable. So it it just got me thinking too about my own life and and standing up in in my purpose. It's like, if you're apologizing... For not being a good mom, or you're apologizing for not being a good wife, that's not on anyone else but you. So you have to stand up. And, and once I stopped doing that, honestly, like I just stood my ground and it was like, I am a good mom. I do this, this, and this. I am a good wife. I'm working on this, this, and this. My whole perspective began to change. And it's amazing how that happens. I truly believe you beget what you beget. So if you're walking around apologizing and thinking you're doing everything wrong, That's what your life will fulfill for you. But if you realize, like, I can't walk around doing that. It's not making my life any better. It's not making my children's life any better or my personal business or my husband's life any better. It it really, you start to beget that, that you stand your ground. It doesn't matter what other people say. It's a growth curve. I've had to grow in that and understand that no one else's opinion is as great as God's opinion on my life.
0: And you know what? I have to tell you something. There are a lot of highly successful blogs that are written by terrible writers. Yeah. <laughs> can you just can you soak that in for a second? I'm, I'm actually not a great writer. I am growing at it and I'm pushing myself. And I, in the last five years, man, I am like 120% better than I used to be. But I'm mm-hmm. still, I know I worked in publishing. I worked with really good writers. I know what really good writers look like. They're really good, right? I'm not, I don't match up to them, but I still write things that people think are amazing and that people share and that they contact me and and ask to buy my services because of my terrible writing. They still do that. And I just want you to know that if someone tells you Oh well you can't do that because you're not as good as what like the best writer on the planet well neither am i
1: and it right. still does successful things for me so yeah i like to use it to drive me now i yeah. recently i was talking with a guy about a business commission where certain people advise and it's this really cool group and i said well i'd like to be a part of that group and he said well it's composed of really successful people mm. and i thought Oh no, you didn't. Oh no, you can just tell me that I'm not successful enough. What what do you and in my mind I thought, what do you determine success by? But I use it instead of using that as like, oh, I'm sorry, you're right, I'm not good enough. Oh, you're right, I, I'm I'm not successful. Oh, you're right, I don't, I don't belong, I don't have a seat at that table. It was this awesome moment because I used it. It was when I knew that, wow, I've really changed my perspective on this. I used it as like, ooh, watch me. Yes, I know I belong there. I know I belong at that table, and you're going to see me there. You know, so it 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 didn't drag me down, it didn't steal my emotion, it didn't take away from who I am in my presence, in my essence, in my ability. It propelled me. And you know what, Tiffany, you talk about this
0: that everybody has money problems, right? Like whether your money problem is that you need to buy groceries for your family. That's a money problem. Also people think that they have money problems when they picked out a yacht and they can't afford to buy it yet. Like that's a money problem as well. So like when we talk about success, it's the same thing. Like what is success? Like, because you can't buy a yacht yet, you're not successful. Like, or is it because you don't drive a BMW? You are as successful as you decide that you are. That is the true. That is the truth. Yep. So maybe success is that you are like you're buying extra special like clothes for your kids back to school. Like it doesn't matter whatever it
1: is for you that's successful, that is success. Success to me, and why I could stand there and smile at that man mm. and you just motivated me. Success to me is internal peace.
0: Mm. That's how you feel inside.: I agree. I agree. So the next one on the list is one I think that we're going to have to put into a whole episode, but we're going to touch on it because it's on on the list and that's procrastination. So we have an idea. We have the ability to do it. We have the resources to do it. And why haven't we done it yet?
1: (laughs) Because of everything else we just talked about. (laughs) Here's what I found. Your husband isn't the person to drive you to do it. Your mom isn't the person to drive you to do it. Your sister isn't the person. You have to find someone, a coach, a mentor, someone outside of your network. Maybe it is a a boss babe friend and you guys can collaborate and say, hey, hold me accountable. But you've got to get outside of your bubble. You truly have to get outside of yourself and find a community. That's why I'm so big on the more than me community because... Without a community to go to, to share your thoughts, to be vulnerable, to someone to drive you, to push you, to hold you accountable, you're not going to do it. So as women, we have to have that community. We have to have that person. I know all of us along the way, have talked about people who have coached us, mentored us, held us accountable. That is the first step. I will say it changed my life. My mentor, Fran, changed my life. I wouldn't be where I am today if I did not have her voice and her influence in my life. She held me accountable to the hopes and dreams that she heard me share. So I can't recommend that enough. Finding the community, whether it's more than me or somewhere else, but like we have to be that group of women, that networking community group of women that empower and encourage each other to go do it. The last thing on the list
0: is defensiveness. Okay. So this is one that I personally was a little bit surprised by. Uh Um, and maybe that's just because personally, I, I just didn't identify with it, but it made sense. So basically we don't move forward because, we get feedback and we can't handle getting feedback. That is an interesting one to me. Maybe it's because of my job that I'm in. I get feedback like 200 times a day, so I'm very comfortable with feedback. It doesn't bother me, it doesn't make me feel bad about myself, but this was one of the four, there's only four, and this is one of the four is that we get defensive because somebody gives us feedback on our idea or our business or our dream. And I know you've gotten a lot of feedback. Whenever you start a collective like this, you open yourself up to getting feedback. So talk a little bit about how you
1: tackle that when you get feedback from people. It's hard. I like what you said, Becky, because I do believe the more you put yourself out there, the more you're going to get. And I do feel like it's, it's a muscle that you can build and grow and recognize it as a first step right and then really focus in on how you respond to it i've experienced rejection right out of the shoot and with launching more than me and that was really difficult for me it took me a couple months honestly to get over it and it caused me to rescind a little like step back a little bit versus leaning into it and saying okay no i'm here and that's your opinion that's not my opinion i know what i'm doing thank you for your advice And I think as women, we have to realize we don't have to take everyone's advice. We don't have to get defensive. We need to look like sort of like put up a barrier or a filter and just run it through your filter. If it's good and you can get something great, if not, like just let it, let it go. I actually call
0: it a permeable cellular wall. So our bodies are cellular. And so our cells tell us, okay, this is bad for you. I'm not letting it pass. This Mm -hmm. is good for you. It gets to come in, right? Mm -hmm. And I, like you said, it is a muscle. It takes time. I used to have no wall. So whenever somebody said anything to me, True or not true, good or bad, I took it all yeah. in. I just let everybody, and I became like a ship tossed in the night because yeah. I was tossed by whatever opinion was the t- was the right. loudest t- today, and so I was a very unstable person. And so mm-hmm. when somebody at some point came to me and said, "Hey, you need a barrier, and here's how you're going to build it," and, and there was a couple of things that he told me, and the first one is I think the most important: if somebody doesn't give you permission to not take their advice. Don't take their advice. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They have no business yeah. being there. That's exactly right. He,
1: this person actually said, I hope you will agree with me. Like, this is, you need to take this. And that's and, so
0: true. And if somebody doesn't give you permission, yeah. I don't even care if you actually did need to hear that that day. You don't, you just take them off the list. Because it's, yeah. when someone gives you that kind of feedback, and, and you should know this If you're someone who gives feedback to people, you should also just hear this, that when you do that, you're taking responsibility to stand in the gap with that person. Mm -hmm. You're saying, I see that this is something in you that needs to work on but I'm not going to leave you now. I'm Mm going to say, let's work on this together. And you have permission to tell me to go Mm -hmm. wherever I need to go. If that's not what you want to do, because this is your life. So part of building that permeable wall is when you start to see people who come in and in a partnership, they want to be skin in the game with you. They Mm -hmm. have a motive of making you better and they give you permission to walk away. That's when you can say, you know what? I'm gonna let you over on this side. And the stronger my wall got, the more confident I got with my wall. Yeah the more now I feel like I'm over here on this side and I'm watching you and I'm like, I don't even know what you're doing, but you're silly. You need to go away. Women, if this is something that either like every time you get feedback, you shut down, feedback Mm -hmm. is good for us. You know what? If Tiffany Smiley gives me feedback, I'm going to listen to it all day long because she has earned the right to be there. And I know that she cares Mm -hmm. about me, but if other people are just willy nilly telling you all kinds of stuff, you can tell them to go away and you have permission to not listen to them. So we have
1: some, like not because defensiveness, then it pulls you out of your game. It sends you in the spiral, right? Put you in that place where you're not operating in your full ability. And that's what our goal is here. That's my whole my larger vision for women is that every day we can stand and operate yeah. in our true gifts and talents and exercise them for the greater good. So if we're constantly being, like you said, swayed like a ship and we don't have our permeable border up, we cannot operate in that space. That's when it starts to take away from your family. That's when it starts to take away yeah. from your marriage, the impact you can make in your business. That The stronger that muscle gets, the more productive you actually become.
0: So what we want you to do every week now, and so this is the first one, but if you don't have a pen and paper, I want you to show up next week with a pen and paper, unless you're driving, don't do it then. But come with a pen and paper because when you write things down, you're much more likely to take it into your life. So. It's easier to steer a moving car than a parked one. So if you aren't 100% sure where to go, just take the first step and you're going to know what the next step is. That's going to get you moving. And then all of a sudden, you're going to start to see all of it. So you don't have to have a full plan. You don't have to have a map at all. You could, but you might not use it.
1: Just start driving. Just get in the car and start driving. I always say the most courageous thing I've ever done in my life was to stand up and ask for help. Yeah, and stand up and reach out. So that's sort of what you're saying, like reach out. Just get in help. the car. Just get in the car. Turn, <laughs> Turn it on.
0: Yes. Start it moving somewhere. Maybe to a best friend's house. I don't know, yes. but get it. Get get in the car. And this is why we want you in Orange County. If you're around people who are stuck, you're gonna stay stuck too. Yes. And so if you're just looking around and everybody else is in the same boat as you, you need to get around a new group of people. Get around people who can tell you that you can do things, that are going to stand in the gap with you, that are going to motivate you and hold you accountable. That's why we created More Than Me. That's why we have live events. These live events are a lot of work. They are not huge money makers. We do them because we want you to change the kind of women that you're around. We want you to start being around women who are moving somewhere because you're going to start moving with them. I guarantee it. The third is reframe your mindset. So I write out 10 things that I want to be as if I'm already them every single morning. I do that every single day. And whenever a negative thought comes into my mind, I rewrite it. I get out a piece of paper. I write it down and then I rewrite it into a positive thought because you cannot get anywhere if you're telling yourself negative things all the time.
1: I will say last summer I was sort of in a negative funk and I was in between. It was before I launched more than mean and I was trying to decide what to do. Right. And I, I remember I took out a list and I wrote some really big, audacious goals. I was even embarrassed to say to my husband, but I did because I'm a firm believer in writing it and speaking it. Like if you can speak it, it opens up this whole new world of, of your conscious, your body actually holding you accountable to it. And a few months ago, I was able to cross off some of those goals. Yeah. Yes. Write it down. Put, write it down. Whatever it is, get it out on paper start telling if you can say it to someone. I truly believe someone say Or write to us on Instagram. Yes. Love yes. to hear it. We'll be yes. your people.
0: You, you, if, you, if you don't have anybody to tell, tell us. Okay. Yes. We want to uh, hear it. So I use this thing called the self journal. It, it just Google it. It's also on Amazon. It's a 13 week goal setting process and it walks you through by the month, by the week, And Mm -hmm. then by the day, so every day, I carry this thing everywhere I go. It makes you set daily habits, five daily habits every single week that are gonna get you closer to your goal. And if you are stuck in a place of procrastination or you just don't know how to do this, just get this journal. It has like a roadmap, it tells you everything to do. In 13 weeks, I guarantee you, you're gonna be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I actually did what I said I was gonna do. So, and then like Tiffany said, ask for help. You can't do this alone. You need to watch. If someone needs to come and watch your kids for an hour so that you can sit down and make a plan, do that. If someone needs to teach you a skill, if you need to just borrow belief from someone, like ask people for help. They want to help you. This community wants to help you. So that's why we created this. That's what we are asking you to do.
1: And as a more than me member, you get the purpose journal that I wrote yours truly. My idea behind it was to help women sit down and really reflect on their life and think about what they're speaking to themselves and to dive into their purpose and what their life might be when they're truly, fully living in that peace and purposeful life. So,
0: yeah. And if you become a member. Let me just tell you, if you're like, oh, I just need to take one step. Okay. If you become a member, you'll get a box in the mail. It's going to have Tiffany's purpose journal. It's going to have a bunch of positive cards that you can hang up around your house to remind you what you're doing. You're going to get on to zoom calls with motivated women. You're going to change your sphere of influence right away. You're going to be getting education to help you get to the next level, you're going to ask your mom to watch your kids for an hour so that you can sit down with your purpose journal and like write things out. So basically just join more than me and this will be, you'll be okay. We'll get you on board. Well, thank you so much for listening again, more than me.com. Find out about Orange County. It's in October. We want to see you there. Get a membership. Get on a Zoom call with us in a couple weeks if you join now. Thank you so much for joining us on the More Than Me podcast. This is Tiffany Smiley and Becky Harrington, and we are going to be coming to you every single week to bring you closer to what you need to achieve the life that you want. So join us every week, bring your pen and paper because we've got lots of great things to share with you. Again, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, please join us and write a review on iTunes or Google play. You can find out more about this movement in more detail on more than me.com and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.